guys. It's Hello. the Halloween Hello. episode. How you doing? Hello. Did you enjoy the spooky sound? We got really spooky and creative spooky. up in here with our mouths. <laughs> so, we are having ourselves a Halloween episode. Spooky. Spooktastic. We decided to watch a movie and rate it for you while Sam squeezes out a big, loud, juicy fart. <laughs> so there's this movie. That, uh, you Have you ever seen this before, or did I introduce you to this? You introduced this to me. Okay, so... You told me, hey, you like horror movies. You've probably seen People Under the Stairs, and I said, I've never heard of the People Under the Stairs. So this is a movie... This was a while ago, though. ...that I... We've watched it since. ...had watched that my dad had recorded on one of his... Many VHSs that I believe my sister and I stole and recorded things over with because we were total assholes. Um, he recorded all kinds of movies, and we got a hold of the people under the stairs. And your we dad dubbed people under that the it stairs. Was, he recorded it off of a movie channel. Yeah, wow, that's how I saw it for the first time. I didn't know that. So, um, my sister and I would go through and watch all of these different kinds of movies that my dad would record. We knew absolutely nothing about them other than the titles. And we checked out The People Under the Stairs. This movie came out in 1991. It is approximately 102 minutes. That includes the credits, which most people don't watch until the end. So I feel like they should somehow do some sort of an adjustment on that time. Why is it important? Why do they need to include the credits as part of the movie? Time. Because most people get up and walk out of a theater when it. It's when officially the movie is part of the movie. I think my mother stays and listens or watches the whole credits. I mean, I'm not disrespecting the people who have done things to make the movie possible. I just, I don't know. I feel like runtime. Most people aren't staying for the whole thing, so it's you know approximately 102 minutes. Um, the genre categories that we can find this movie under are comedy horror and mystery so it's a regular old whodunit we decided to do (laughs) not really you know not at all you know from the (laughs) get-go what's going on with us um but we decided to do an extra episode a halloween episode for you guys and we we interrupted our regular recording schedule for this oh it is a saturday night i have a little over a bottle of Lane in me. Sam thought it would be a good idea Nobody to get knows me what you just said. liquored up wine. <laughs> wine, vino, you know, that sort of thing. Vane. I'm drinking vine. Oh, you're doing a Dracula voice. Ooh, kind of. Um, so I think that the best way to start Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs is to perhaps play... The trailer for this gem, (laughs) and then we can get rolling into our notes. I, God. We just watched this together and took notes the whole time. We've seen it. Yeah, my hand is sore because I wrote 14 fucking pages of notes. (laughs) Is this the most you've ever paid attention to this movie? I I mean, I noticed things that I haven't seen, but I've seen this movie so many times. Before you, I've seen this movie so many times. And I made it a point to have it in my library of movies because, to me, it's it's a great, cheesy, 
fucking horror film. What age it. do you think you saw this first? I was definitely not a teenager. I would probably guess that I was in fourth or fifth grade. I hadn't watched a lot of scary movies. This movie was, I mean, technically horror, but it also falls into the category of comedy. It's definitely goofy and ridiculous at times. So it had my attention for sure from different angles because it was scary but not too scary it was goofy and it had brandon fucking adams in it brandon adams he was the star of the movie he was a child he was is that fool that's uh that's that's fool all right who we learn um brandon adams if you want to look him up if you're not familiar with him by name you will definitely know him by face he was in movies like the sandlot he was in all three of the Mighty Ducks movies, and he was known to play Michael Jackson when he was younger. Uh, I feel like he was the person who did the Jackson 5 movie, even though I could be incorrect. That like four or five hour long VH1 movie, whatever the fuck that is. Maybe it was six hours. I don't remember. That doesn't seem like the same kid, but I don't know. <clears throat> I haven't seen that in I a long I could be time. wrong, but I feel like that could be. I should probably look that up here shortly but he was in michael jackson's moonwalker he was the little michael jackson lover in that who danced that, just like michael is that how he got the role is because he was a michael jackson impersonating kid i i mean i just don't like alfonso Ribeiro. i assume that it was on his resume because yeah. he was younger when he did that versus when he did things like the sandlot and think, mighty ducks movies you literally said like actor singer Michael Jackson impersonator. Michael Jackson Moonwalker was guaranteed the first fucking thing on his resume. And you don't think that got him jobs. That got him every fucking job. Because he was also... What was his last thing? I feel like he was in... It, there's no way it would have been. He was great. He's a great... Great kid. He's great. He's adorable. He can sing. He can dance. He can act. I hear he's dead now. I feel... I could be wrong, but I think that he was... Shut the fuck up. No, he's not. I feel... <laughs> I think, okay, did you ever see this movie on, I think it was Disney, called Summertime <laughs> Switch? Hey, people, I have since discovered that Jason Weaver starred in Summertime Switch and not Brandon Adams, so please ignore the incorrect information that I am about to continue feeding you. It had Patrick Renna, who was the kid in the sand, or the sandlot, the son-in-law, also in the big green and whatnot. He was in the sandlot as well. I was about to say, yeah, he was sandlot. He was in the Sandlot. Um, Patrick Renna, fat, redheaded kid, curly hair. He was in the X Files. That one episode he that my was mom loves. In an episode of the X Files, he's been kind of popping up in things here and there again a little bit. Um, Summertime switch. He no 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 no. He was in it, but he wasn't the main character. Okay, Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was the main character along with Brandon Adams. They went to a camp. I think they may have had the same name. Ryder Strong was born a rich kid. Brandon Adams was not. And then I think they switched places at camp. Oh, so and one then, goes to the old uh, I think that something camp, like that happened. Goes to the poor camp. It was a movie that was on camp. Nickelodeon or Disney. I think it was Disney. Sounds like a Disney movie. A lot. And I watched the shit out of it because I loved Patrick Renna and I loved Brandon Adams. <laughs> so this was a movie that definitely solidified it. He was young, adorable, and uh, he kicks a major ass. This movie also starred Ving Rhames. 
Sean Whalen, who you may not know from his name, but he plays a character in this, and he is a face that you've probably seen. He has almost like a Steve Buscemi look to him. He's different looking. Um, oh. He played Roach. I was trying to think of who the hell you were talking about, and then as soon as you said Steve Buscemi look, I, was, I figured it out. I feel like he did show up on a lot of those '90s <clears throat> shows, like news radio. Yeah, there and was definitely like an that. era of him, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen him since. Mm-mm. He was always good and stuff. Very identifiable and goofy. We should watch the or do the trailer before we get lost. No, we're not. I'm just also including people who were in it. Um, I smell a fart. Miss Clarence is sitting right next to me. Oh no! And we let her out not that long ago this to take a, a shit. But Jesus, thing on the podcast Christ. is Clarence making this room smell like shit while we do the podcast. Well, it smells like a baby's diaper. Hold on, just one second. Clarence, please get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. You're a very good girl. <laughs> okay she listen she's very good i appreciate her um moving along is there anybody else of note fart smell okay so there's someone named everett mcgill he played the man one of the main characters in the movie oh, yeah, he yeah. was i read about him a little bit his imdb page said that he is an accomplished stage actor with more than 1300 broadway performances what Yes. What? Yes. This guy? Yes. Ah! Yeah. He has... I'm gonna kill you! A crazy, tall, lanky stature. Very broad, wide shoulders. I just spilled wine on my knee. Um, <laughs> trying to show how wide the shoulders were. Um, wow. Yeah. And then the woman, Wendy Roby, I yeah. assume is how you yeah. pronounce her name. Um, they had worked together on Twin Peaks before this movie. Oh, IMDb makes We've you learn stuff. We've never seen Twin Peaks. That's like a popular thing, though. No, it's very popular. We've never watched it. No. But these two knew each other before this movie. They so had worked th- together before. Do you think Wes Craven was a fan of Twin Peaks? It was like, I love the way you guys work together. Guaranteed. You need to be in a movie where well, you wait. get to be full fucking throttle. I don't really know much about the history of Twin Peaks. I know I that either. it has a cult following now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. It was popular then. I assume that it didn't have the viewership, which is why it was canceled. But it turned into. Oh, I don't know about that. But it turned into a cult classic afterwards because I think that's why Freaks and Geeks was canceled. Because it didn't technically have the viewership, although it was super critically acclaimed. Yeah, but I don't know that about Twin Peaks. I think that. <clears throat> director just does whatever he wants if he's the kind of guy who says i stop a show i can't remember what his name is but he's like don't know because he's a very popular director who does really weird stuff all the time i don't know i don't know anything about twin peaks i don't think it got canceled i I don't know no it got canceled it lasted like it lasted like a season or two i think it was a really short-lived show I don't. Yeah. I'm talking completely out of my ass. I'm gonna look this up while you just yeah. stare at me. Um, I'll say we're being Twin Peak aficionados here, and I've never seen one fucking second of it. I am claiming to be <laughs> a Twin Peak aficionado because I don't fucking know anything about this. <laughs> Besides, m- man and woman were in it from the people under the stairs. Are we sure they didn't actually get popular from the people under the stairs and then they went on no. to do things? Twin Peaks was Are you sure first. that Broadway directors wasn't like, hey, I need man it says it last- on stage now. 
It says it lasted from 1990 to 1991. So I feel like... You feel like a one-season show is canceled? I think it was one season. Yeah, because it was... Fuck. (coughs) Who cares? Fuck Twin Peaks. You asked. You wanted to know. I know. You just kept talking like you knew what you're talking about, so I figured we might want to figure it out. When did I ever say that I knew what I was talking about? I don't know. Okay, so moving away from Twin Peaks, we are going to jump straight into the middle of the buttocks of the People Under the Stairs trailer. We will play it and react. Please look this up on YouTube. Also find it on our page. Yes. You ready? I'll give you the volume. Universal. There is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. Something's in there. But we gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. Very, very that about this. Between the walls again. There must be another way out. Can't get out. No one ever has. What goes on in this house is a sin. Your father's one sick mother, you know that? Your father's one sick mother, you know that? Your father's one sick mother, too. And your mother's one sick mother, too. Is a nightmare. It is time to clean house! This movie looks terrifying in the trailer. Explosion. Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. Eat your fucking heart out. (laughs) Eat your fucking heart out. That movie looked crazy in just the trailer. Oh, my God. It's just showing her, like, screaming at her and running at her with a knife. They don't hold back any suspense in the trailer at all. It's just... (laughs) Look at the insanity. They even showed him in the S&M costume running around. The S&M costume is amazing. (laughs) Um... So the tagline for this movie is two adults and a juvenile break into a house occupied by a brother and sister and their stolen children. There, they must fight for their lives. That was the tagline? That's an awfully long tagline. That's the description on IMDb. I wonder if they put that out publicly and then that kind of ruins the... uh Later reveal of the brother and sister thing. Yeah, you don't know at first that they are brother no, and sister. Like that's for sure. When there's 40 minutes left of the movie, you don't find mm-hmm. that out. So, right, so let's start from the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah. We open so, up with a tarot card reading? We, it's a tarot card reading. I believe that the absolute main character, who we know as Fool, is given this nickname by his sister. She is doing this tarot card oh, reading, yeah. and she flips over a card, and he gets the Fool card. Yeah, I think it's funny when she goes... And the Mr. Devil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I liked the way that this was explained because this nickname stuck with him. And he explained it as he is not a stupid fool, but an ignorant fool since he's just getting started out. 
and he is 12 getting ready to turn 13, I don't fucking believe it. If you look at him, he looks like a young little boy. He looks like he's like eight, nine. He's just small in general, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he ever became old, but it's really hard to believe that he is almost 13 years old. Isn't it the sister who tells him, oh, it's not like stupid fool. It's like ignorant fool because you just haven't done the things yet. And then he's like, oh, that ain't so bad. Yeah, he's like, not a stupid fool, but an ignorant fool since I'm just getting started out. (laughs) Yeah, I took 14 pages of notes, so get (laughs) fucking ready. I have a lot to say about this, but it's really more of a narrative stance. How how funny that they make it his 13th birthday. They do the tarot card reading. They do his 13th birthday. They're doing all these like occult tie-ins that like, this day was written in the stars almost. Full has to come through and save the day. <laughs> so his fate is that he's going to kick ass and he fucking delivers. So we we meet Full. His sister's name is Ruby and she has a friend named Leroy. Leroy is played by the aforementioned Bing Rames. Um, he is her friend. And they... Is he fucking her? Oh, well, okay, so... I know he says she turns tricks on the corner, but he keeps calling her girl and baby. So, I wonder if he's the pimp, because I did not pick up on that. Is he a pimp? Uh, I think if he was a pimp, he wouldn't be so worried about breaking into people's houses. Okay, so this is the thing. So, the family finds out that they're getting evicted. The mother is sick. She's got cancer. We find out she has cancer. She can't afford to pay for some sort of mystery magical surgery for this cancer. And she also can't pay the bills. That's funny when he's like, Leroy's like, the doctors can just take it out and you can't afford it. Oh my God. Well, we'll get to that later. But um, so the mom is sick. She's in bed. Um, Fool does not understand what's going on. Ruby apparently's got babies. You never see any babies that she's got. But Those they, are her babies. They mentioned that Ruby's got babies. Mama's oh, sick. I thought the mom just had more kids that I didn't know. Oh. Ruby's turning tricks. She's getting pregnant. Uh, and apparently she's. And there's a brother them. too that he mentions that's in jail, right? I don't remember that. Yeah, you know when he's yelling at him, he's like, "You turning tricks? You got a brother? Where's he at?" She's like, "In jail." <sighs> Maybe I was I was probably just writing furiously other notes writing down. down furiously writing until my <laughs> hand almost cramped up at the end because I was trying to write so fast and listen at the same time. It's not always easy to do. Um, so then we cut to the introduction of the man and woman. We are never given names for these two main characters. Yeah, never. It is just man, woman, and then never. Ma, uh, mommy will well, she'll call herself mommy and then she'll call her brother yeah. daddy which by the way is weird as fuck i want to go back when they're talking about how the rent is due they're three days late he says they're three days late on the rent and there's fine print in the contract that says you gotta pay triple now the, are, the are you rent, fucking kidding the rent triples 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 at three days late oh well this is <laughs> So we find we end up finding out. Do you have another goddamn gnat in your wine? No, I. Th- it looks like it's a little bit of a cork piece uh, or something. You've been having gnat issues with your alcohol. Yeah. So Sam is clean from drinking, and I'm not. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't drink 
a lot, but I drink. She's a booze hound. I can control myself. It's every night. She's tanked. She's tanked. running down the street. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah, because first of all, we all know I'm fucking running. Look at me. <laughs> She's drinking half gallons of Kamchatka. Kamchatka? Kamchatka. Kamchatka. And throwing it at people's windows and screaming, Get out of here! <laughs> Come, I wanted to get this Kamchatka. Kamchatka, you know what I'm talking about? Rumchata? Kamchatka. That fucking shitty-ass vodka that they sell like half gallons of for $9.99. It's not like... Skull? It's, wait. Skull is the exact wait, kind of thing. Skull is chew. Skull is also. Skull, S K S K S I guess it is. S K O A L is chew. Skull, school, S K O L is vodka. Is shit, especially when you chase it with uh, grape soda. Yes. The worst. Terrible. But anyway, so, Michelle's actually not a booze hound. She's responsible. <laughs> not till I'm 15. Um, not till but yeah, I'm 15. it's that time of year. Nats bugs are coming inside because it's getting cold out, and for some reason, gnats keep attracting themselves to my alcohol and they like the booze, murdering themselves and my alcohol. Um, so yeah, we so meet man and woman. We meet man and woman. That's their official names. Man, man and, woman. and woman. Look on IMDb. What was he man eating? Man and woman. It was like so a rib cage. We cut to it. It looks like he's eating a hu- half of a human rib cage. Is it human? It looked pretty small. It well, I shouldn't say Is half. A baby? I'm sorry. It looked like a quarter. Yeah. Oh, like a quarter, like a a, half a rack of ribs. Half a rack of ribs. <laughs> so they are human. He's eating human. It, that is the size because later on there are many different kinds of people who are mentioned who become food for oh, those yeah. people under them stairs. She eats people too, you think? She I never you never see don't it. Don't know because you don't ever see it. Um they are I <laughs> I notes that are written wrong or funny. Um man and women Man and woman are sisters, is what I accidentally wrote down. But they are brother and sister. They sisters. They sisters. Um, incest, no doubt in my fucking mind. Oh yeah. Because they. That's confirmed later. Well, they almost have like a mother-son relationship too. Yeah, yeah. Because she almost she's like, bad boy. Yeah, and she's like, say your prayers. Oh yeah, yeah. And says oh, them I'm with sorry. him. Oh, I forgot. And then all of his. Emotions, whether high or or low, are over the fucking top in a very immature way. <laughs> yeah. He like jumps around oh, yeah. and yeah. Sh- like throws yeah. his arms in he's the air. He's actually a really goofy guy. He's like a fucking cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got him! 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 <laughs> yeah, he's like a three-year-old in cowboy pajamas, getting ready to go to bed. He's all fucking riled up. The mom is yelling at him. Go to bed. I'm tired of your shit. And he's like, oh, I got him. I got him. I got him. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I killed the cat. All right, moving along. I so the cat. They are the landlords of the building that Fool and his family live in that they are getting ready to get evicted from. Um, when Fool walks in through there, the building is crawling with dirty people all over the hallway, all over what, the stairs. Building? Yes, You're talking about his building. In yeah. his building, he is like There's fighting, like openly smoking crack to crawl over drug addicts. They're all black, so it's yeah. definitely the fucking projects. Well, yeah, they, they they make sure you know it's the ghetto. They lay it on thick. Yeah, I mean, he is literally crawling and then later, over people to get up the stairs to his yeah, apartment. And then later, when you see and, him walking on the street, there's like 
six fires that are lining the road. <laughs> well, not even that. When he gets to the top of the stairs, there are two dogs, two dogs? What who are eating? eating something that looks like it's fucking human. Yeah, it looked human again. It was some bloody piece mm-hmm. of meat and bone, and they were fighting over it's it. Like a rat. And Ooh, Fool was it afraid. It was a rat. Of- Okay. Had to be a rat because they talk about how they have rat problems later. Well, yeah, because when he when it's showing the dogs, it's like an incomplete a part of an apartment. Like there are open parts of windows and things. Like it just looks Oh, it's the end of the hallway. It it just looks like it's, it's under construction, but very but not it's not being constructed. because the landlords suck because they're busy having brother and sister sex. So he sees these two dogs fighting over something that is bloody and disgusting. So he tries to get in the apartment really quickly, which he does. He has to knock on his own door. Uh, but he, he gets in there. Um, Did he you notice that? Let me in. Uh, is that what, what it was? I thought he like unlocked the door. No, he knocks it. And then the girl, his sister, little sister or whatever... Opens it up. And she's like, oh, hey, fool. Yeah. Well, you get in there and Leroy is still, I mean, he's there. He doesn't live there, but he's fucking there all the time. So I yeah, and he, I feel like he's fucking Ruby because he knows how to put her in her place. But he wasn't there all the time until his that day. Yeah. Remember because he's, when he first meets Leroy, he's smoking that cigarette out of nowhere and he's like, who are you? Who are you? And all of a sudden, he's just there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he does have a pimp notion then, because he also aspiring pimp violently pushes twelve-year-old oh, fool yeah, yeah. up against the refrigerator. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote, "Why is Leroy so crazy?" While Ruby tries to step in and stop him, and he puts her in her fucking place and tells her to back the fuck up, and she listens. She's like, "Don't you she touch does. me! Don't you touch me!" Yeah. She listens. Yeah. Why so. is Leroy so crazy? He slams full into the fridge. Oh, my God. So then he starts talking about how he found a treasure map in the bathroom of a liquor store. We later and find what out the fuck that. What does that even mean? But we later find out that it was robbed. So him finding a treasure map in the bathroom yeah, of a liquor store. Yeah, he's the one who robbed store, it. Yeah, yeah. He robbed a liquor store, which belonged to the guy who owned the apartment building. Why is there a Everything treasure is map, though? <clears throat> yeah, but th- that doesn't make a any sense. A treasure map that is in his fucking house. The treasure is in his house. So was the treasure map... Were they trying to go and find the treasure or were they going to interrogate the man to find out where the treasure was? What do you... So, okay. So anyway, when they broke into it, he had this letter and he had a treasure map. Yes. He said that he got it from a company that wanted to obtain these gold coins that he knew that this man and woman had. Yeah. And wanted to buy them from him. Yeah. So he said that it also came with like he said he there was like a treasure map, a treasure map like yeah. it's a fucking exactly ship. Why would a treasure map <clears throat> exist? There would never be a treasure map because there were gold coins to be found. So if there are gold coins to be found, <clears throat> unless we're talking about leprechaun shit, there's supposed to be a treasure map that exists. That's what I've always been taught about the lore of pirates and ships no and all one, of that stuff. But it's his treasure. He doesn't need a map. He knows where it is. It's in a room in a fucking pile that covers the entire floor. It's in his basement, so yeah, it doesn't make sense. I. It's bad writing. It's Wes Craven out of nowhere just being like, 
I gotta have a reason that they want to go to the house. It's not just lore of the gold coins. It's how do I get into this house? It definitely doesn't make sense. A treasure map! Oh, God. And then we cut back to the creepy house. um, And we find the woman. Woman. Not the woman, but woman. Yeah, woman. um, Putting a little girl dress on the kidnapped daughter that she has that she sewed herself. Which looks like something that you would put on like a three-year-old. So this girl is clearly a teenager or a young girl who's around fool's age so she's like 12 13 i'd say she's 20 it's really hard to tell (laughs) but she's definitely to me she looks like she's a teenager but hasn't started puberty yet and to me she looks like she's 20 and trying to play a girl who's 14 and she looks 20 and then the mom puts dresses on her that are like 14-year-old sizes, but made to look like a three-year-old should be wearing them with, like, frilly things on she the shoulders and shit. She made that fucking thing, though. And she, yeah. I noticed the thing about these <laughs> like two in this whole movie on her. is that they can get shit done really fast. Everyone gets things done really fucking fast. Really fast. Everything that they need to accomplish. Like, later, when he's talking about the pool, and he's like, he put glass and uh, rocks Broken glass and rocks in the pool. Like, when did he do that? Yeah. (laughs) This all just happened. We'll get to that. (laughs) We'll get to different things about that. But um, so when that happens, um, so they can't find the silverware, the mom character, whatever, woman says that I gave you a fork with your plate because she feeds her in a room. This poor little girl is just completely jailed in this house by this crazy brother and sister couple. Um, <clears throat> but she's feeding one of the the guys who got out. He got out of the cellar. He got into the walls. <clears throat> and she has befriended him. Technically a former brother of hers. And she sometimes feeds him oh, in the yeah, wall. Oh, yeah, that's true. She would have been the former brother. Yes. So they bonded. And uh, he had the fork. And she had to find it. He handed it to her through the vent. And everything seemed fine, but super nerve-wracking until the mother character realized that, you know, she saw right through the bullshit and knew that she was feeding him. And so then the dad character, brother, whatever, daddy, walks in and he says, you know the punishment for missing, or she says, you know the punishment for missing silverware. Um, So this is definitely something that's happened before. Yeah, well, no, everything is a punishment. You know the punishment is you getting the shit beat out of you. But you know the punishment for missing silverware. So people have taken silverware before. And Um, then the man walks in and is incredibly fucking racist talking about how his liquor store was robbed by black people. No, yeah. I mean, he straight throws the N-word out there. He flies it out. No problem. No problem. What the hell is up with Roach's fingernails? They're long. Yeah. Why? Because he can't trim them he's in the walls he can get a haircut obviously maybe he can't bite his fingernails it drove me crazy maybe it's too dirty and he doesn't want to get sick he can't get medical treatment in the walls climbing through the walls he should be biting his fingernails and then his immunity will be up well maybe his his nails are long but they're not crazy long maybe his hair stopped growing fuck yeah they were crazy long maybe his hair stopped growing because he was so malnourished like dracula's they were like bugles on the end of his fingers. They weren't that long. They yeah, were just they long were. like woman they nails. They were straight bugles. 
And then his hair is short as can be. And we are introduced to a phrase that is used so many times in the movie. Because when daddy gets mad, he says things like, bad girls burn in hell. Uh, And then he beats the shit out of her for feeding another living human being. And it's told just to not bruise her face. Well, yeah, they don't like that guy. Why wouldn't they beat the shit out Why of him? Why would it matter if her face is bruised or not? Because later when people end up coming over to the house, she is hidden and no one knows that she even exists. So why does it fucking matter if her face is bruised because or not? Because mommy doesn't want to... She can make clothes to fit over the bruises. She can't make a mask. She doesn't want a mask. She wants to look at the pretty porcelain face. Daddy can make a mask. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Um, so then they need to come up with a way to get that treasure. They get full in on it because he's a kid and he needs to be taught. Um, yeah, we got a plan, to. baby. Break and enter. Foolproof. Foolproof. Um, so they get him to be a like a Boy Scout selling cookies. Which um, is fucking ridiculous, by the way. And she's trying to sell it. And then he, her response when she sees that is, we watch what we eat around here. She said that? Yes. Huh. I think it's insane that they have a Boy Scout uniform. They had to go buy a Boy Scout uniform. They don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Why are they buying uniforms? I don't know. And then the the whole scheme was that he had to go to the bathroom and get inside. And of course, the lady was like, no. And then when he looked around, he noticed that there are padlocks on the outsides of the windows. Now, one thing I also noticed is that there are really bad voiceovers in this movie. Oh, ADR. The ADR is so terrible, but it's 1991, so that makes sense. They didn't have it down. Just the fact that they were doing it was. I don't think it's any better now. If you notice ADR, it's it's there. It just doesn't usually fit. You can tell. You can just tell if you're listening for it. You can fucking tell. I've got such bad hearing and bad vision that all that stuff gets blurred for me. Well, you know who also has bad vision. Um, When they eventually send Spencer the friend. They don't send Spencer. He says, watch this. He sent no, a, a boy to, to do a man's job. Wait till you see the costume I got. Okay, so Which, then... by the way... Right, go ahead. I'll so say it after Spencer here. Spencer shows up. He tells the lady that he needs to look at a meter that He's she... sporting a gas uniform. ...doesn't know exists. He's just from the gas company, the standard fucking gas company. <laughs> it's the one on the inside of the house. One on the inside that she says, I know there's nothing in there. He said, yeah, you just don't know where it's at. Um, he goes inside. And he's charming the whole time. And she does this double look out out of the door oh, window. When she opens, reopens the window just for, just so we can see her face. It's, it's total comedic effect. There are certain things that happen in this movie that are so ridiculous that, I mean, this movie, I, I wonder if it was meant to be, it had to have been planned to be a goofy fucking movie, like a goofy horror movie. Mm. I don't think that it was just, I don't think it's a coincidence or ir- irony. I, I think it's meant to be a funny, goofy horror movie because I think a lot of horror movies do purposefully have that goofiness to them. I guess if it's technically labeled as comedy. I mean, on IMDb it is, but I don't know if that's something that it has adapted to like over time. Like we see this now overall is this or if this was originally categorized as more than just a horror movie 
to me, it just seems like Wes Craven failing to try and do something that was suspenseful. Oh, and then you know what you do? You come back and look out the window to make sure no one saw you. But do it in a really fucking yeah, ridiculously yeah. funny way. And by the way, Please. Spencer should just get a job at the gas company. He seemed really good talking to the lady and being like, hey, we need to check your gas. And who the <laughs> fuck is Spencer? Like, where are all these men coming from that could potentially, like, help these people in other ways, but they're, like, risking their lives, essentially, which, I, I mean, they don't think they're doing this. They think that they're gonna... Oh, yeah, they think they're the shit. They don't know anything. They have no idea that these white people are fucking crazy. I don't even think that crazy. they know the rumors of these people, because they don't seem creeped or up by them I don't or think anything. there are rumors, because everyone who goes in absolutely never comes out. Fuck yeah, the rumors that Grandpa tells you later. I've heard bad things about that place. We've all heard bad things, remember? Yeah, but the the younger people didn't seem to have yeah, heard anything. That's what His I'm saying. Didn't. They didn't hear any rumors. It's like got stopped being talked about. But the sister who even had tarot cards and did tarot readings wasn't able to identify that and know that there was something super evil going on because that shit is bullshit. That's not safe, because that it's just shit cards. is bullshit. All right, so um, it's again. Why is Leroy helping? Why can't he just move Ruby in with him? Um, is he doing this for them, or is he trying to avoid mo- Ruby moving in with him? If Is she a side bitch? I don't think Leroy has a place to live. He, I don't think he lives with her, but I think he's definitely trying to not bring that on. Like, I gotta make sure this bitch has a place to live and not with me. I don't think he has a place to live. I think he needs to make sure that apartment exists because recently he met this girl who's letting him sleep on the floor. On the couch. Oh, we, he's sleeping in the bed. <laughs> ah, that's true. Spencer's sleeping on the couch. Especially when she's... Spencer's sleeping there, too? I think Spencer sleeps in a, uh, in the van. He's got a van. Well. Maybe they he, both sleep in a van. He had a van. <laughs> um. So, the lady leaves. Why did the lady leave? Spencer's inside. And then Leroy says to Fool, You're too old to get tit." Too young to get ass. And then they break and enter that motherfucking oh, house. Oh, no. We got a better line before that, too. Huh. When they're driving around and in the van. And uh, it's like they're talking about Spencer being in the house already. And he's just like, uh, we got to get in there. And he's like, maybe he's going to come out here and tell us. And he says, yeah, maybe the president will make me secretary of pussy. <laughs> Which brings me to Leroy, always talking about sex in this. Too old to get tit, to, too young to get ass. To a 13-year-old. He's always talking about... Well, almost 13. Yeah, I thought it was his 13th birthday. I thought that they just kept saying he was about to be 13. No, I thought he said, it's my first day. Yeah, he says right here, it's, the, it's my first day of my 13th birthday. Which doesn't make any sense, because your birthday is only one day. It's not your first day. Of your birthday? Yeah, yeah. Says it's the first day of my thirteenth birthday. Well, the writing is pretty impeccable in this movie, so yeah, it makes exactly. sense. So the lady's gone. They break in. Leroy tells Fool that he's teaching him a trade by breaking and entering because Fool has this dream that he wants to be a doctor, and no one seems to believe in him because they don't even have enough money to pay the bills, <laughs> let alone send him to medical school. So. 
he is basically believing that he is setting full up to just be a piece of shit who's just smoking crack in a hallway of an apartment building and sitting on the steps so people have to climb over to you over you to get to their apartment um when they're breaking into the house and and uh, full just looks at Leroy and says, so Leroy uh you think I have what it takes to be a doctor <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. And he has this <laughs> childlike look of wonder and excitement on his face. That's like, where did this come from? You live in the worst fucking conditions and you still have that childlike spirit. Because he's going to be a doctor, baby. And he's going to say he's going to save the world. That's right. He's going to start small with this girl in this situation. And he's going to be a doctor and he's going to save lives and save the world. So when they break in and the little door flies over to the side, why does that bookshelf just fly over to the side all of a sudden? I think that something happens. Something is triggered. Is that one of those, like, uh Like facades? the door is opened or a light switch is hit. Like, something happens and all of a sudden these things just roll over oh, off it, of the windows. It opens the whole house, doesn't it? Because they can lock the whole house down. And things open because there are contraptions and things absolutely everywhere throughout yeah. this house. And not just contraptions, but, like, within cabinets, there are just tunnels Throughout the walls. And just holes and he, in everything. And he acts surprised when they're there. But he knows that they're there because it later says that he's, he doesn't go through the passageways and stuff because he's afraid of what's in there. The dad. Oh, he they said, oh, that was about him? Yes. Oh, man. The man. Man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so they're in there. They go in. There's a dog. Um, there's a... You know, there's a fight between the dog. The dog is vicious. And there is a, I don't know, what would you call it? A, a jab, a diss that Fool makes to the dog and says, your mother sleeps with cats. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your mother sleeps with cats. And that's very offensive. Um, <clears throat> and then they get the dog in a different room. They're looking around. I didn't have never known. I've never noticed this before. I've seen this movie so many times. Um, Sam didn't notice this, but in the kitchen, over full shoulder, in the background, there is a meat grinder in the kitchen. So they're grinding people, right? For fresh meat, I oh, think yeah. so, because they talk about multiple people who have disappeared. Do multiple they have a strict people diet? Service people. I think the dad gets his ridiculous protein-filled protein rages. Hey, all that energy, all that childlike energy from eating gross people, <laughs> gross service people who come by, like delivery people and mailmen and things like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Um, Get past so that fucking dog. There's that. There are all of the, I mean, the cabinets are locked because there are all these passageways and I mean, they want to keep Roach in, but they want to kill Roach. So I don't understand. Um, Roach is a boy who was a brother. We come to find out that all of these people who are under the stairs and in the cellar are... The failed brothers, The right? failed brothers. So these two people, brother and sister, they kidnap children to try and get... They want a perfect son and a perfect daughter. They got their perfect daughter, supposedly, even though she everything she does is a mistake and a fuck up. But she's never tried to get out. So her name is Alice. 
She is a kidnapped prisoner. All of the windows and everything are locked. The entire house is soundproofed. Um, and they've gone through all of these brothers, but every brother tries to get away somehow. So we learn that they remove Some the bad things them, the bad about, thing them. about them. Yes. And then store them down in the cellars. What do you think was removed on some of the people? Well, we know like that... There was a couple of people that didn't look like they do anything to them. We learned that no one could speak. So it seemed yeah. like everyone's tongue... I talked back. Everyone talked back. So everyone's tongue was cut out. Yeah. Um, no one looked deformed. Except for like a few people. There was a guy that looked like he didn't have any skin on his head. There was a guy who, yeah, who looked like a zombie. Yeah. So there was something that happened there, but and there most... was one guy who looked like he had a witch nose on. But most <laughs> people had pretty. I think most people probably fought back physically and were thrown down there, but mostly just talked back. Talked back. Yeah. And that was the first thing that went on all of the boys. They're obviously washing their hair down there too, because whenever they showed the people. They were greasy and gross. It wasn't as gross as it should be for as pale as they were. But they're down. I think the floor is dirt. So there's a lot of dirt and like stuff being moved around and that absorbs some of the oil and the hair. (laughs) Bringing science into it, huh? Science! (laughs) Um, So... How do those people get flashlights, by the way? They That is brought up later. Um, actually, soon. IMDB calls the boys stare people, by the way. Stare people? Stare people. So we so, the character of stale, stare people now. Stale yes. people. So um, one thing that I also did mention, and this happens in a lot of movies, is that when people walk into basements on movie sets... Um, no one seems to have proper lighting for their basements. It's always very dim. People just need better and brighter lighting for their basements. Well, for that basement, for sure. The whole house wasn't even lighted. They like it dark and dismal. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why I totally noted this, but the song Dirty Work by Steely Dan kept going through my head. Huh. I don't know why. Huh. That's very weird. I have no fucking clue why, but I could not get that song out of my head during this movie. The only thing that kept going through my head during this whole movie since I had seen it before was... Well, speaking of movie, there was some form of entertainment, which I thought was really interesting and odd, was that in the basement, there was a TV that was on that was pointed towards the people under oh, the stairs yeah, yeah yeah and it was it's just war footage it was war footage you think they just cycle war footage the whole time yes all the time because it was on an old it was like bombings too shitty yes and it yeah old shitty tv and I, it just i assume it just played on a loop and just drove people crazy crazier and crazier uh to like drill the insanity of man yes. into their head so it's absolutely fucking crazy um but yeah there's all kinds of shit that happens uh roach jumps out of the darkness he jumps onto fool's back oh is Um, this one we actually see roach in full yes roach form Uh, but i mean the kind of the flashlights are like flashing around and stuff but he jumps onto fool's back for an (laughs) impromptu piggyback spin around and then uh (laughs) He, because he tries to get out, and then the st- he goes up the stairs, and then they turn into oh yeah, a slide flip switches. Or yeah, switch. But later it looks like the flip the switch is inside. 
when you open the door and go to go into the basement, the switch is right there. Yeah, I was going to ask someone you, was who doing did it that? from outside. I don't know. Because then the girl came you think and it opened just the door for accidentally? him. Do you think every once in a while, whenever man is walking up those steps to go up, it just accidentally goes off? <laughs> like once every three weeks, he's just like, <laughs> I don't know, because if it was calculated that much by someone who knew to control it without being right there physically. Yeah. Um, it's a ghost. They, Ooh, they s- but they stopped what they were doing yeah. because all of a sudden, Alice, the girl, shows up and lets oh, him out of the basement. Yeah, yeah, she opens the door. I forgot. Yeah, so it's weird. By it the way, make sense. when you said then the flashlights are going around, what an easy excuse to just, we need crazy lighting. How do we make crazy lighting? They all have flashlights. Mm. Bingo! <laughs> well, um, and I don't know where I have that noted, but there's something. She mentions that. She says why they have flashlights. And I didn't make a note of that. We're just not there yet. Um, but when he is explaining, because the lady is back, Fool says, she got a man with her the size of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, she Because he is a that. tall motherfucker. How and, tall do you think he is? Six... Say six 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 five six six. I would guess he was a tall so dude. He looks he, like David Byrne. When they were, yeah, absolutely, almost one hundred percent. So when he was in the basement, he saw Spencer's dead body. For some reason, for whatever fucking reason, Spencer was pale as a ghost, and his hair was, was white. white. It went from being black to white. Well, later they say scared to death. Scared to death, but I mean, it wasn't like he was drained of blood or anything. So he was I don't white. Know, yeah. But then this thing opened up. And the people in the cellar, the boys, <laughs> drag who are now in. men, they drag him in and they fucking eat him. How old because do you think they, those guys are down there? How old do you think the oldest one is? I think the oldest one is probably like 23. That's a good bet. I think that they... Do you think the oldest one is the main one? That they, that's always in the front? Maybe, because he becomes like a ringleader. <laughs> They're like, you're the prettiest pe- person under the stairs. You're the Get one the that front. looks the most like Sebastian Bach. Oh, it was Sebastian Bach oh, with a witch God. nose on. No, it was just Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sebastian Bach's known for his nose. You thought he was white before? You better see this <laughs> sucker now. <laughs> and then, so they're trying to get out. <clears throat> Full and um, Leroy run to the front room and they're trying to get out. And Leroy has a crowbar and he is trying to beat on the glass window to get out. I don't know if you noticed, it bent the fucking crowbar. No. Whatever sort of thickness they have. They for have their glass windows, that bends steel. They have glass that bends steel. And not only that, that man can hit something that hard to bend steel like that. Ving Rames. Wow. Ving Rames. Wow. You know, it's funny, and I started noticing it during this part is when Roach, I love how he just randomly throughout the house will just be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, then I thought, what PA system? Is he doing this through where the reverb's kicking in, and then later... He's in the vent- ventilation system. Yeah, but then later, she actually does have a PA system in the house. Remember, she gets mm-hmm. that microphone out, and she's like, Lockdown, she Daddy! Yeah. <laughs> Police, Daddy! Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, of course there's actually a PA system in this movie. But the microphone is one of those things that a... Like, Mr. Building would make announcements uh, yeah. on It's like a school microphone. Office. where you, It's the, got the bass, and you push the button on the bottom. It's mm-hmm. green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daddy, the police are here. For lunch today, we will be having chicken patties, <laughs> applesauce, green beans, two slices of bread, your choice of milk, 
and death. From a man wearing an S&M costume. All right. Um, I think that we are going to take ourselves... we to take a little break? A little... A little, uh, little break? Ink. All right. Um, and I... I think when we come back... At the time of my life, and I owe it all to man. We are going to come back and talk about a new character who lives with woman and man. And comes, and you think might save the day, a gorgeous Rottweiler named Prince. Hey guys, after an intense discussion, we've decided we're too tired to record ads. This bonus episode is already a gift to you. What more do you want from us? To advertise on Couple of Critics Podcast? In that case, contact us on our Facebook page, Couple of Critics Podcast. Give us your money! Welcome back. Welcome back. We are reviewing people under the stairs. Wes Craven's the people under the stairs. Get it right. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's the Halloween (laughs) episode. So um, we're going to jump right back into reviewing this movie because we are nowhere close to um, the end of these notes, so I needed to kind of go full speed ahead, and uh, I had to make some adjustments and take some things out. So at this point in the movie, Fool is in the house. He's in the house. Fool's in the house. Leroy's in the house. Fool's in the house. Spencer's Leroy's in the, in the house. house. He's dead. Spencer's dead. He's been scared to death. We are now being introduced to a gorgeous Rottweiler whom also hates black men, just like his uh, dad, because he attacks the shit out of Ving Oh, Rames. yeah, yeah. And we find out that the Rottweiler's name is Prince, Prince. because he's got massive pussy control. <laughs> pussy control. And then kind of jump ahead over some minor details. I mean, me for me, it's all major because the movie's great. I watch it. Um, But eventually, unfortunately, Daddy kills Leroy. Uh, Leroy doesn't get anything done. I want to know what the fuck was Leroy's plan when the dog got in. He lets the dog... They get the dog in through the door, right? And Leroy's like... Fool, you stand right there. I'm going to get behind this couch and knock the shit out of him. And then when the dog gets in there, Big Rams just pops his head up. And he's like, what's going on? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the dog just attacks So Leroy gets his, and he gets murdered by Daddy. Um, he shoots him a bunch. Bunch. And then the girl leads uh, the boy, Fool, into the walls. And then... Um, it's kind of obvious that he went through this air vent into the walls. So, Daddy in his S and M costume. Why does he have an S and M costume? Uh, because it. I don't know. 
But yeah, I guess it. And why did he change into easier the to clean costume? off? I don't know. Is that his hunting outfit? An interior hunting outfit, I suppose. It doesn't make sense at all. I assume he fucks his sister, and there has well, to be of something he does, but... that, like a zipper, just around the penis. There's probably like a circular <laughs> zipper around the penis where the penis only comes out. It's just so weird that all of a sudden, in the middle of the hunt, he's like, "I'm gonna put on my snip costume." So not. Yeah, but then, so, Full is in the wall with the girl, and they are navigating through the walls. The daddy sticks his body as far through the vent as he possibly can and is shooting the gun. There is a fucking corpse inside, right inside the vent in the oh, wall. Is there? And no one acknowledges it. There's, It's bloody. It's bloody like it's fresh. There is a fucking bloody corpse in there, the man is unfazed. You're unfazed because you didn't even notice it. I didn't notice it. When they broke into the house initially, there were all of these flies that were like dying to try and get out of the house, but yeah, they couldn't yeah. get out any of the windows, and they were just like build up, built yeah, up mounds piles of, flies. of yeah. dead flies. The house had to smell. You think they'd so be on a smorgasbord of corpses if they're just so laying around? Bad. I thought it was crazy how he just wants to shoot a thousand holes into his house. Yeah, and it's insane. It so, used to be a funeral home, we find out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we find out that, as I mentioned earlier, or we mentioned earlier, the reject boys are put in a cellar. All of the brothers that Daddy doesn't want after he cuts out the bad parts. And as because they end up, the girl takes full into her bedroom and kind of explains very briefly the situation. She says that the old the previous brothers are given flashlights and food which are corpses so they're cannibals so they're given flashlights and food so she assumes they're okay because as far as she's concerned she knows absolutely nothing about life outside of the house she's never yeah. been outside yeah, flashlights and food right yeah so she just assumes that they're okay so they have war on tv flashlights and live and are, electrocuted are dead carcasses and electrocuted door handles that we never see again. In the, uh, well, they've been, no, because there's a part where um, Fool gets into the electrical box, or the controller box at least, where it locks specific parts of the house, and he oh, turns he off. Oh, he turns off the lock, the electrical doorknobs? Yes. Because that part's hilarious when Leroy's still alive and they electrocute the dog. They hold hands and they and do that the dog on the end. And they do that like mm-hmm. uh Jim Varney, Ernest. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. But uh, there are nonstop shots in the house. The house is 100% soundproof, but there end up being cops who come, and they're right outside while shots are happening in the house. Oh, and they and, can't hear it. And, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Fool. Fool runs up to the window, and he's, like, beating on it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't... I understand there's soundproof glass, but there's not soundproof wooden framing, you know? My only thought is that there are multiple panes of glass. Still, the wood that's around the thing is what I was thinking of that's holding the glass in. There's obviously (laughs) something that makes it not vibrate because, I mean, there was absolutely nothing. 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 It was crazy. Yet he can't get into the wall to find Roach. Okay, so... Speaking of Roach, there are all of these contraptions that, Ma- well, pro- not Mommy. Mommy did fucking nothing. Daddy built everything to make the house all 
crazy like it is. Do you think he did these, that, or do yes. you think since they say it was a generation, or family after family, generation after generation, do you think it was built like that? I think he made things better. Ah. I do. But if you notice, when they're inside, so there are multiple times when Daddy sends the Rottweiler prince through the walls to go after Roach and the boy. Okay? So there is a a lever that Roach pulls that makes, that that turns it into a a long (laughs) ass slide slide. through the entire fucking house that just sends the dog all the way down. Out of a to cabinet. To the kitchen. Out of the cabinet. <laughs> Out of a cabinet. So not only... I mean, how is he crafty? How does he have the metal to make a slide? Did Roach make that? I think so. I was going to ask if... Because it all happened within the walls. Yeah. Don't you think the construction would be loud if you think he's screwing in screws at the... Like, as quiet as he possibly can. Well, I mean, the way that they got into the house was because the woman left to go pick up the man. So oh, that's true. You are, work on it while they're gone. There are periods of time yeah. when they are not in the house. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And everything is just locked and so you do things think are set up electrical. That. Yes, I do. Do you think he cut I don't the know holes? How, but he did. You know how the guy acts confused the whole movie when like a cabinet opens up and like Roach goes into that hole and then he looks at it and he can't figure out how it opens? That is true. That tells you right there that but Roach built all this shit. And he, he looks through it. On. And then Alice says that he does not go in because he is afraid of what's in there. He doesn't know what's going on ah. inside the walls, so he refuses to go in those holes. Safety. Yeah. He could be killed. Mm-hmm. Who knows what sort of traps in there? So he if there's a slide that sends dogs through a cabinet. But he he wants Roach to die, but he's not willing to do everything it takes to kill him. Gotcha. Which is really weird. Except for shoot holes in his fucking wall. So we do find out though that since we find out in the very beginning, we know Fool by the name Fool. His name is Poindexter. We find out that his name is actually yeah, Poindexter. Poindexter. And in this time that he has been in the house, and I mean, my thought process is that about five minutes have gone by. This girl, who we find out her name is Alice, the daughter that they've kidnapped, has already made a doll of Spencer, who is dead, because she makes dolls of people who die in the house. And she does it so fucking fast. They can all do stuff so fast, obviously. So fast. It's insane. And it looked like him, too. Yeah. She studied his body. And how did she ever even really see him that long? She's got a photographic memory, yet has no idea of life before. I wonder what happened. I wonder how she was kidnapped. Or how young. She might have been a baby. Because she doesn't seem to know anything about life at all. because she thinks it's actually her parents. Yeah, she has no idea. I bet all the boys knew. So, uh, it's awful. So, there's blood because people have... Our Spencer is dead. So they, the the mom throws the girl in a white dress into a pile of blood. So she has to clean it up. <laughs> That's a lot of blood to clean with that one sponge. And then gets mad at her because it's on her dress when she threw her into it. So then decides to give her a bath of just scalding hot water. Throws her in with the dress on and starts just scrubbing her skin with a brush. Which, by the way, she would also be getting burnt. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to phase her at all. No, because she's fucking crazy. Alice she's got that water blind like, rage. <laughs> she's being scalded, like definitely second degree burns. Oh, yeah. When she's out of the bath, her skin is it's red. They red. redden her up, didn't they? Really red. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then while this is happening, they catch they catch Poindexter and they put him down with the boys in the cellar under the stairs. 
All of them oh, look. Oh yeah, while he's gutting up. All of them look like skinny '80s meatloaves. They do look. <laughs> they are all meatloaves. And not meatloafs, which is meat what I loaves. mean. But I'm gonna say meatloaves because it's the proper way to because say it's it. It's multiple meatloafs. But they're technically meatloafs from the '80s. Thin, ugly, pale. Ugh. And this is when isn't he gutting Leroy? Then he's gutting Leroy in front of fool and eating parts of him because he like has blood around his mouth and he's throwing parts of it to the people yeah we find out so he cuts off all the meat and so does the mom because she feeds prince the dog human people but like a steak that she cut off of the man um and then they have just this pit of liquid just rotten disgusting liquid that they throw the rest of his body into It's just open. I don't know what the fuck it is. That house has to smell so fucking bad. Oh, yeah. Just awful. Because it's just out in the open. It's insane. So, uh, so there's, there's more fighting. There's a lot of, um, running around, shooting things in walls, people running, hiding. Um, Roach gets shot. I mean, there's so many gunshots. There are a lot. I mean, the dad is just shooting through oh, the walls yeah. at this point. So all of a sudden, we find out at some point Roach has Roach been got shot. shot. Yeah, after he parades Leroy like a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Out of that pit, and he scares all the people away from uh, Fool. So Fool doesn't get eaten <laughs> by all the people in the cellar. But they climb into a, a like a wood stove. Basically. Yeah, I don't know what that was. There's like a wood stove in the basement that they climb into. We find out that Roach has been shot. He hands over his gold. He has a little sack of gold. He gives it to Poindexter. Oh, a sack of gold. And he shows Poindexter how to get out and find Alice. And then he immediately dies. I mean, like. Oh, yeah. It he dies have been, while he's talking to him. It couldn't or have been. well, looking at him. No, because he writes Alice's name yeah, in the yeah. soot. Then he points lays down. up to where she is and then just dies. Like, he couldn't have timed his death better. So then, all of a sudden, um, Poindexter is climbing through the cleanest air vents I've ever. I mean. Oh, especially for a place that's fucking disgusting and A place else. that is disgusting and nasty and ancient and that's been passed down and. I mean, I don't know. Was this if if this used to be a funeral home? Do you think that stove was used to cremate bodies? Oh yeah, probably, probably. Oh yeah, because later he throws Roach in. Mm-hmm. And he burns Roach's body. So that was definitely the cremation thing, mm-hmm. and then it's just linked up to their ventilation for some reason. Yeah. So <laughs> he he yells "Burn in hell" because everything is about burning in hell in this movie. So as he Burns Roach. Burn hell! Oh, yeah, because he's trying to... And if, Alice is with... Fool at this point, right? Fool goes to Alice. He finds Alice. He gets through the vents. Roach is burning. Everything that Daddy yells is melodic. I don't know if you've noticed, but Daddy is melodic by nature. Burn in hell! Burn in hell! Burn in hell! Gonna kill you! Gonna kill you! And in all of this... Somehow Alice is able to get full up to the attic, find a window that opens, and gets full to escape. He is the yeah, very... I thought this was like the place that you couldn't get out of. And you all can't of get out. Window. But uh, somehow she was able to figure it out, even though she's probably never been in there. Yeah. But um, he's the first to get out, and the man is shooting 
the gun out into the night sky in a just basic fucking community where houses are everywhere. No oh, one calls yeah. the cops. No shoots, one acknowledges that. He shoots a shotgun like multiple seven times. times at least. Did you skip over the death of our dear friend Prince? Yes, I did. Prince is dead. Rejoice. Prince is dead. Rejoice. That part's hilarious because when he st- uh, rips open the hole in the wall to show him, oh, look, I killed the boy. He's dead. After he's like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And Melodic then, by nature. And then the puppet head of that dog comes out, and you can tell it's obviously a puppet head. Did you notice that? And it has the <laughs> tongue just sticking out yeah, of his like, head. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's got, like, brown and black felt that you can obviously see, which is good that they did have a puppet head because there's an earlier scene where uh, Fool is kicking the dog in the head through the thing. I was like, I hope they're not using yeah. the dog's real head there because they light the lighting was perfect that you couldn't tell that easily. Yeah. At least with my eyes that can't see very well, I couldn't tell. So then when later I saw that it was obviously a puppet head, I was like, ah, that's guaranteed the one they used when they kicked the head. Good, 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 good. No dogs were harmed. In the... I felt like the dog did get hurt, though, when they shoved it through that door, the corner of that door. It comes through. Oh. It looks like one of the corners caught its side. I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. But I was also looking down and writing furiously. Furiously. So at this point, Full is out. He's out of the he house. He has escaped. He goes back home. He fell in that pool. Yes, but he goes back home, and he gives the gold. To the famous Bill Cobbs. Is that supposed to be his grandpa? I'm not sure who the man was, but it's Bill fucking Cobbs. Yeah. Bill fucking Cobbs. Yeah. Who, and he's a legend as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's in Demolition Man. At this point in that movie, is that the biggest name? Ving Rhames isn't the biggest name. Ving Rhames wasn't a big name in 1991. No. So is it him? Maybe. I mean, maybe the guy who did 1300 Broadway shows was, was like, an kind of unknown but kind of known person. I, I feel like the most popular person was probably Brandon Adams. Oh. Was he well established by this point? When did Moonwalker come out? It was in I the have no l- clue. I feel like Moonwalker came out before this because he looked younger in Moonwalker. Maybe this is the movie that ruined his career. No, because no, because then he got <laughs> Mighty all three Mighty Ducks movies after this. He was in The Sandlot after this. He did Summertime Switch, I believe, after this. And Summertime as far as I'm Switch. concerned that's something. So, <clears throat> Full reports some child abuse at the house now that he's outside of the house and the entire police squad arrives including the police chief Chief, everyone is fucking there there? and she is just serving everyone tea and fucking cookies Uh, yeah it's so weird the entire there's no way she just has tons of cookies inside of all of their cabinets there's nothing there there's nothing in the cabinets unless we only have access to the ones that are open because all the other ones are locked yeah all the other ones are locked and i think when they when you find out when they leave and they flip the switch and there's like cabinets and stuff mm-hmm. that disappeared and covered up things, uh, it's probably the same thing. I probably food drops probably down food and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, here we go, officers. Everything's yeah. fine." And then they all leave. And then the woman character says, 
I don't want to see another cop or cookie again. Why does she want to see a cookie again? Cookies are delicious. Because she's a fucking bitch who eats human beings. She doesn't want so the sweet, so deliciousness of cookies. So she's so insane and so cannibalistic that she can't have cookies anymore. <clears throat> I guess so, because then the, <laughs> the next line is when Daddy says, May they all burn in hell. Burn in hell! And then they talk about how they needed to get another dog, a big dog. Oh, a yeah, new yeah. killing gotta, machine. We gotta get a new dog tomorrow. And I was wondering why no one was making sounds while they were there, but the but Daddy said that he gave horse tranquilizers to all of oh, the boys yeah. in the basement. Yeah. And I was wondering what was happening to um, Alice, of course. She was just tied up in the basement, but she wasn't gagged. No, but she, she knows to shut the fuck up but she didn't know yet that they weren't her real parents yeah 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 so that's i think that's part of it because i was like why the fuck isn't she yelling and trying to be saved because obviously because she's working harder to save fool she's not trying to save herself ever she's trying to save fool because she's at home she feels like she's where she belongs she thinks that these are her parents and later finds out that they are not um so yeah she's uh Either a scared little bitch, or she just is ignorant, just and I think she's ignorant. The mom and the dad. She just doesn't daddy. know yet. Um, and they did actually say so, which I think this is crazy. The dad says, "Daddy, I'm sorry, daddy." He's not actually the dad. He's man, but daddy. Um, they're talking about how they want to catch fool and they want to put him under the st- under the stairs after they cut off his balls. That's what they're going to choose to cut off because because he's got balls. Well, no, because he- Daddy thinks that Alice and him uh, fucked because oh, yeah. he calls her a whore. A whore. Yeah, yes. Yeah. When the fuck did that have time to happen? Uh, oh, that's right. Everyone does everything so fucking fast. I guess it's possible. He's just crazy. Oh my god. Because really, he was gonna rape her earlier in the movie, right? There's. I think there's definitely something, some forced sexual something that happens when uh, the sister's not around. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's it's kind of implied, but yeah, kind of he touches not. His fucking cock. It's. Uh, he doesn't like touch her, but he no, no, because remember she's like, "Come put me to bed oh now," God. and he's like, Arr. "Yeah, it's ridiculous." Um, so at this point, they're going upstairs next, right? Huh? They're going, they're going to bed now, right? They're going to bed. He's upstairs, but then Ruby and Bill Cobb show up. They show up, and they start. No, they get. Uh. What's his name? I can't remember this kid's name. Poindexter. He gets when back Poindexter, inside. Yeah, remember he, he comes out. He sneaks in because... Did, did they know that he was there? No. Okay, so when the cops were there, the lady said that the back door was unlocked all night because the cops were there, and she was worried because she wasn't able to check it. So, she, like, she couldn't watch it all night. So yeah. she was wondering if anyone got out. Yeah. No one got out. Poindexter got in. Yeah, but then they play that tape upstairs. Remember, he goes up and they're like... That's true. And he's like, oh, I forgot to say my prayers. It's I'm like sorry. they're having a conversation. Yeah, and then he goes then he in and it's a tape. Just a tape. Did they know that he was in there? They See, set that up? Or do they just, at night, like to listen to tapes of themselves while they fuck? Because he's got the S&M costume on right there. So do they have a tape playing of their voices no. to get them going in the mood? I think that 
there is some way that they figured out that he was there. But they had all of that shit ready to go, which is weird. Like, they had all of these weird things. They had a cassette tape that was just ready to play what it needed to play, and then the tape needed to just spin out and fuck up just in perfect timing. Oh, aren't you glad that four years ago we recorded those tapes of us saying prayers? I sure am. It helped us tonight, didn't it? It's helped us five times before. And when all these people are burning in hell, we're going to heaven. Burning hell! Heaven, heaven, heaven. Burning hell! Okay, so he's inside. Ruby and Bill Cobbs show up. They are trying to advocate for the community. They're trying to kick out all of these people (laughs) because they own all of this property, and they're um, wanting to just turn all of these homes. And they don't that know these fools in there, right? Poor, correct. All of these homes that these, but these people know what is happening because fool got out and told them. That, oh. Like, he told them what would happen, and he okay. on his own sn- snuck in. I don't know if he told them that he was going to sneak in. I don't think they know that part. But it seemed also kind of planned because it happened the same night. So maybe it was I'm going to sneak in, but they wouldn't understand. They wouldn't let him do that if they knew the kind of danger that no, he would be no, under. No, no, no. So I don't know how much of a coincidence it was, but they showed up to talk about how shitty they were, how they were just wanting to turn all of the apartment buildings that these poor people lived in into office spaces, and um, wanted to give them a peace of mind to this crazy lady. And then she was literally getting ready to call them the N-word. Oh, yeah. When the entire community, the community was on their front yard. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but all kinds they of shit. Is... Earlier in the movie, they said that's the last uh, fool's family is the last family to be kicked out. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was the entire building previously? It showed up like that was the people that you saw on the stairs earlier, too, that were smoking crack. I think that those were all of the people affected by them because it sounded like they were so rich they had that they owned buildings. like an entire fucking community. Yeah, yeah. And they were just kicking out all of these poor people. They weren't taking care of the buildings. But then once everyone was kicked out, they turned it into office spaces and just made tons and tons of money. And while she's yelling at her on the porch, isn't she holding a gun at this point? Yeah, she um, she's getting ready to call them the N-word as she's holding a gun up in the <laughs> air. And then they're like, are you going to shoot all of us or shoot us all? Yes, yes, she will. Oh, my God. <laughs> so all kinds of shit is happening, all kinds of fighting and stuff between Daddy. And he's trying to get to Fool, and Fool ends up getting in with the men in the cellar because they're in the basement, and he's being chased all around. Um Deep within where the boys are locked under the cellar is where we find the room with the treasure. Now, these are people who have all of these traps and things set up, all of these special things, all of these special bookcases, all these special cabinets that have food in them, all of these special things. Um, But you walk into this room and there are just piles of cash and gold Coins. coins everywhere on the floor it's like two foot deep there's no organization whatsoever it bothers me it's like he just walks in and takes a handful and then goes and pays a bill it's ridiculous and then (laughs) so it's almost like scrooge mcduck yeah so all this shit is happening he's trying to figure out what to do the fucking daddy in his s&m costume has his gun he's trying to find them and upstairs the Woman and Alice are 
running through the house. She's chasing Alice. Um, Alice is trying to get away from her. They are fighting on the stairs. And then all of the people from the cellar get together because they're tired of this bullshit. And they're finally free now, they too, aren't they? bust through the stairs from underneath the stairs. So they had the ability to bust out this entire fucking time. But no. It, no, yeah. No, because they sh- got released earlier. Remember, they shoot the lock off. The, sh- the lock gets shot off, so... Yeah, then they can get out. They pull him in there, but I don't think they do. They stay in there and act like no, they're still I think they protected. get out eventually. That's why they can get into the walls. That's they why s- they burst through the walls and stuff, because now they have gotten out of that cage. See, because we don't ever know how Roach got out of the cellar and into no. the walls. Yeah. The weird thing I thought about of them busting through all the stuff was, why do they have that strength? They're malnourished. She clearly says earlier... I like to keep them hungry. They just ate two people. They just ate Spencer. Oh, they got the power of a human. And they just two humans. ate fucking Leroy. So they... Ah, you're right. But they were able to burst through the stairs so that this <laughs> is where the people under the stairs come Every, out through the stairs. Everything is built with the cheapest possible wooden here if humans are busting through it. It's all balsa wood. Yet at the same time, the house is soundproof and sh- like rattleproof yeah. and all of that. <laughs> um, let's see. So they're all grown men now. And it took a uh, branded motherfucking badass Adams to come in the house and get these grown men to be able to bust out. He's the one who came in and shook everything up because Roach couldn't do it on his own. Uh, so it took a child to come in to save the fucking yeah. day. Um, and she gets stabbed, doesn't she? She gets stabbed. All of the people from under the stairs eat her alive so they get even more fucking protein. Oh, man. Fuck that bitch. So there is a scene where I, th- I think about this regularly. And the... Okay, so Daddy's in the basement in the cellar. He's looking for Poindexter. He goes into the room of money. It looks like and sounds like gold coins are being counted. They're falling. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's talking to him. And he's being really shitty to the kid. And he's going to kill the kid. And he comes up. And there are tons of candles lit that have coins stuck in them. Shoved into them. Shoved into them. So when it gets to a certain point. They fall. They fall. So it's like they're being counted. counted. First of all, this kid totally deserves to be a doctor because he's a fucking genius. Um does he have a lighter or matches on him? Where did the candles come from? He does have a lighter on him. He uses it throughout the whole movie. Okay, I don't remember the lighter. But he's a genius, and he has asked people multiple times if they think that he can be a doctor. Yes. Yes, I believe in you, full Poindexter. You can be a doctor. I think the candle thing is bullshit. How did he get the fucking coins to stick into the candlestick without breaking the candlestick? With it he being soft enough? He would have had to have heat the coin. He's wasting a lot of fucking time when he could just hide in a corner with a spike, and as soon as that guy walks in, whatcha? Yes, but he didn't waste the time because everyone in this movie is able to do things in oh, ridiculous in amounts a, of time. In at the speed of light? So... At the speed of fucking thought. By the time the thought is over, the act is done. Yeah. Everything happens so quickly in this movie. It's uh, really quickly. Yeah. Everyone is either smart as fuck or dumb as fuck. And by the way, the coins are put throughout the candlestick. 
it would have taken a very long time for that candle to burn for all those coins to fall off. He should have just put the coins within like an inch and a half there were spot. A, there were multiple candles, but I don't know how many. And yeah. who would have thought to do something like that? This kid is a genius. No one, because you didn't need to. Fool is tired of fucking around, yeah. boy. But he was fucking around because he was busy shoving coins and candles. He wasn't fucking around because he got shit done. And luckily, he was able to find some dynamite. Oh, by the way, did the man say to... uh, We got to go back in time because she's dead. Did he say to her, Alice 2? I don't remember that. Is Alice 2 down there? Or was it Alice down there too? No, I think he said, is Alice 2? Which makes me think, oh, was there... Is this happening? Because how many Alices were there and how many boys were there because obviously there's a lot of fucking a boys. Lot of boys i didn't catch that i've seen this movie so many times and i've never i don't know if that. they did say that but i if wanted so to ask that's you if interesting because i always wondered how many alices there were if there were so many boys yeah i don't know this was the good alice this was uh this is the good one this is the good one but he finds dynamite he blows uh, Daddy up. Daddy falls into that disgusting open fucking pit of rotten carcasses <laughs> and sewage. And money explodes out of the top of the house. All of the poor people in the community are having a fucking party. Oh, yeah. Picking up all of that money. Not the coins. All the gold coins would be still inside the house, which I'm sure people are going to get yeah, them. And I don't really even understand that <clears throat> cash flying out would probably be on fire, actually. Some of it would have been burnt up, but some of it is also just from the forceful explosion. It's still just like like a Ooh. fan is like pushing it out of the house, though, after the explosion. Do they have fireworks in their house, by the way? Because when the explosion happens, there's straight up like sparkling fireworks that are coming out of the windows at it's points. It's just Wes Craven magic. That's that Wes Craven magic. All right. So, and then the movie... I mean, reminds you at the very end what time frame you're in. And starts playing this incredible, oh no, fucking song. What? So much? No, I didn't. Cause he's dead. The money. Yeah, but what about the people leaving? The people under the scares, stairs. They start under people the under scares. the stairs. Ooh. <laughs> they all just start walking away, and I'm thinking these people have a thirst for human flesh. Yeah, they're but just going back out to society. This is no good. So there was a note that I had made. Um, let me go back and try and find this. Fool had said something about that to him. Maybe I didn't actually make the note. But I feel like I did. Because he said something specifically to one of the guys who was underneath about how he needed to go out and yeah, find... He's like, you need to... Yeah, he's like, you need to go out. You see, to feel the wind. And the women. Yeah, there was a little more to it than that. But yeah, that's that's essentially what it was. So he did say that. I wonder how many of them tried to like fuck around with Alice and got their dicks cut off. Oh, maybe a lot of them. I wonder. But they... That's the bad part. I think they ate what they needed to to live. I don't think that they are bloodthirsty human beings. I think they just wanted to like live and feel air. They hadn't breathed fresh air in a long time. They walked away like they were zombies. Or had... Yeah. But they have nothing... Where are they walking to? Uh, Because they have nowhere to go. Actually, you know what? I don't know how long these boys have been locked up. They're probably going home. They're still just young men who are probably still going to where their parents live. Nah, CVS. They got to get some ointment 
for all their wounds that they incurred. Oh, yeah, because there's money everywhere, even though they seem disinterested. I'm sure they pocketed (laughs) some money to go to CVS and get some fucking lotion. Oh, yeah. And some skin cream. (laughs) So, okay. The movie ends as money is flying everywhere. This awesome fucking 90s hip-hop movie is playing, and it's time to wrap this shit up. Um, Happy Halloween. I love this goddamn movie. What do you think about it? Uh, it's fucking awful, but I like to watch it. Everything about it is written terribly. It's so bad, but it's amazing. It's one of, see, I've loved this movie since I was a kid because it's not gory. I'm not a huge no, fan of really gory horror gory movies. It says it because it's, I mean, it's labeled as mystery. I no don't think it either. No. And I don't think there's anything that's necessarily mysterious. Everything just comes out, out right in front of you. Everything is laid out in in its own time. It, I mean, they just tell you everything that happens. I don't think there's any mystery. I mean, from the beginning, you know who does what and what they're doing. But at the same time, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I will watch this movie and as an old woman. As an old woman. You'll be 63. I put on people under the stairs. I don't know if my diet will get me to 63. I have longevity in my blood, but I also have cheeseburgers in my blood, so I don't know how far that's going to go. Yeah, I just this movie is obviously it's just written ridiculous. I don't know if they meant to do that or if it was just an attempt. They meant um, to do that. I don't know because I know a lot of other Wes Craven movies, and they all seem to do that as well. <laughs> Eating Alive is a terrible, terrible movie, but it's fun to watch, just like this movie is a terrible, terrible movie. But it's fun to watch. And it it's just a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, which I know it is a movie, so we're to dispend, uh, suspend disbelief. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big of a deal. But I could tell that there's a lot of shoehorning of things in writing a treasure map for some reason. <laughs> yeah, no one has no a sense. treasure map. A treasure map j- just is like the basement um, of their house. There's one-liners constantly that don't need to be there, especially from Fool. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's uh, one-liner heavy, which I'm not against one-liners totally, but they got to be better than these. Uh, yeah, there were a lot general, of ridiculously like said, bad lines. That, like, a lot of them were Fool's. Oh yeah, that went out of his way to be like this whole movie. I'm tired of fucking around, boy. Yeah, this whole thing. Uh, I don't want to kill you, <coughs> but I don't like you much anyway. Oh my god. Or, uh, there was like a a daddy and mama one too. Oh, there's a bunch of daddy and mama. There was. Oh like, my god, it's so. Come and put mommy to bed. Oh no, not that. Just all that stuff is. But you crazy. liked that part, so it's okay yeah, to bring that back up. Yeah, got me going. I like to think of brother and sister, mother, father, sex, sex, baby. And uh, the acting is okay. I think, I think certain characters were meant to be over the top, like. Uh huh. Cause Spencer. Was the most grounded character in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's the most not crazy. He was a little egotistical, but he was definitely the most normal human he being. He normal. Everyone else, like Ving Rhames, is over the top when it comes to everything. He's got to have saying about everything. Ah, you're not doing that because your dick is small and you're 13 and no pussy's coming your way. Full is over the top confident. Yeah, over the top Alice confident. is over the top scared. Over the top scared. And uh, frightened. Both, both man and woman. 
are uh, insanely over the top, but I want them to be over the yeah, top. Yeah, but he's like over the top childish. Every reaction of his, I mean, he'll be like stomping around yeah. and excited and proud of himself when he does something like, oh, I killed him, oh, when yeah, he actually yeah, killed yeah. his dog. And he's, I mean, parading around like a happy, child. Happy, happy, happy. Like a child cowboy. Do you think his Broadway acting, since you got to act bigger on stage, do you think that transferred over? I do, because I had mentioned how he's melodic by nature multiple times, because a lot of his yelling rants that he would go off on would have like a melodic tone to them. He would like repeat things and it would almost sound... It was sound... very bellowed, too. Mm-hmm. Like very supported. So yeah, I think that that definitely came from that. Um, how about would you watch this movie again? Yeah, I'll watch this movie again because you watch it. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Happy Halloween to me. There are other, ho- there are other scary movies that I would by myself watch way before people under the stairs yeah i wonder why you were kind of quick to jump on this is just because you knew that i was gonna suggest this because i knew it was funny oh it's so funny and entertaining it's bad it's 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 totally bad but i love the shit and out I of it i also know it's a horror movie it's one of those horror movies where it's not there's only one real moment that made me feel like oh geez oh geez when she's oh. freaking out on her like when she beats Alice, those are really the only times I'm like, yeah. oh man, this is kind of real. It just gives mm-hmm. me a real emotion. Other than that, it's just all fun. If we watched a slasher or something like that, it would just be gore all the time. Or if we watched some suspense, there would actually be like suspenseful things. This is lighthearted. This is goofy. This is almost this is almost a PG-13 horror movie without being a PG-13 horror movie. No boobs, <laughs> no gore, just fucking weirdness. It's weirdness. Really weird. Really weird. Um, let's uh. Go ahead and mention our least and favorite characters, and then uh, wrap this motherfucker up. Yeah. So my least favorite character was woman. Really? Why? Um. She was the brains between her and daddy. Um, he was the bronze. He was the one who physically put on the S and M costume and killed people, cut them up. Fed them to the men under, under the stairs, put the S&M costume back on, unzipped the circle around his dick, and then <laughs> fucked his sister. Yeah, sister. So, she was... Uh, and she beat the shit out of the girl, and I have to say that the scalding hot water bath thing is kind of really hard to watch. Yeah, she, like I said, she, her scenes were the only ones that made me feel like abuse was happening. And, I mean... And not to get too serious, but I'm not unfamiliar with abuse from a physical abuse from a mother. So it, yeah, I fucking hate her. She's the worst <laughs> character for me. Who's your least favorite character? My least favorite character is Leroy. Leroy's yeah. Leroy's a piece of shit. He's he's a total piece of shit, yeah. and he. He's really selfish. <laughs> yeah, he's really and selfish. I don't know what his motives are. Yeah, no, because no. I don't know who the fuck he is. No, he's he was just, just. He's a I friend. I bet he wasn't even going to give the money to them. I bet he was going to get all the coins and stuff, and then be like, "See ya." Well, it said that he's a friend of Ruby, but he treats her like fucking shit. A friend of Ruby that he had never met until well, that day. No, it, it's not to say that he didn't meet her. It's just that fool had fool, met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know how long she had known him outside of the house because she was doing tricks on the corner. That's true. Do you think he was a John? 
I think he was maybe he's the pimp's friend, and he's trying to like keep her in line. He definitely, I mean, he was able to keep her in line when he had full up against the refrigerator and was putting her in her place. Yeah, because she stepped in and was like, "Don't do that." And he was like, no, bitch, you don't fucking move. And she didn't move. Yeah. He's definitely the worst out of all of them. And, like, he just, not only was he a piece of shit in the ways of being violent and all that stuff, he just always has to say something. <laughs> like, like he, he thinks just, hot shit. He couldn't just wait out in the van. If I was in the situation, it's Spencer, it's Fool, and it's me. Spencer's in the house. I would be the. I would be with Fool. Like, yeah, let's just wait a little bit. Let's see if he comes out. Like, it, we're in his van. He's gonna come back to his van. So let's see what's going on. Instead, fucking Leroy. He's like, Nah, fuck that shit. We gotta go in. But he waited until she left. That's true. She left to but go still. pick up David Byrne, and then. and then that's when they broke into the house and then they could tell that someone was inside because the van that was spotted breaking into the liquor store the night before owned by those people which is why the cops showed up to the house in the first place which is ridiculous that they didn't know that they owned the liquor store but they let yeah the cops had no idea that they were the owners and we're talking about like yeah these this van. There was a liquor store. There was that a you liquor store that about. was robbed. Yeah, they fucking own it. It's crazy. <laughs> it was guaranteed that guy who called in. <laughs> but the dog was let out because the dog attacked them and they put the dog outside. So when they got home and pulled up, they saw the van and the Rottweiler was outside. The beautiful yeah. fucking Prince Rottweiler who deserved to die. So Leroy, that's mine. The woman is mine. And then my absolute favorite character, which is no surprise to you because I've talked about this person every time I've mentioned this movie. Can I take a guess? You know who it is. Who it is? It's Roach. Of course it's Roach. (laughs) Who's your favorite? Why is Roach your favorite? No, expound. (sighs) Expand. Expand. Um, Roach is very helpful. I don't understand why he has all of this knowledge and has never tried to use it to get him. I mean, he's obviously tried to use it to get himself out in some sense because he's been banished to the basement. He's smart enough to get out of the cellar and get into the walls. He's smart enough to build a fucking slide inside the walls and a lever that makes the fucking floor cave in and turn into a slide. He's a fucking genius. He wasn't able to get out himself, which I don't really understand because he was so smart and could do so many other things. Yeah. But he was funny. He was easily the funniest character because he did ridiculous things. He was doing the tongue thing. He did tongues thing. He had, he used the corpse and was like, Ooh, he's dancing with the corpse behind it. And then why is that moment even there? It's, I know it's to scare the people into the stairs. Because to run, but it's such a comedy thing. All this of a is why I think that this wasn't just later identified as a comedy horror mystery. Uh-huh. I feel like this was made to be goofy, stupid. Yes, I. I mean, I feel like over the top. There were certain Excuse things me. that were meant to be. Yeah, it's late. Sorry, we're not used to doing this at night. But it's twelve thirty. It's twelve thirty. We started this a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're just fucking blabbing on about this movie but um roach had a good heart and until the second he died right before then he was still helping fool saying yeah. alice is there get to her Go. so with ev- with his Take last dying fucking breath he was helping someone else so 
Cheers to Roach. Cheers to Roach. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Man. It's got got to be Man. He's so good. I understand he's a horrible person, (laughs) but the things he does and the way he looks, the S&M costume, everything about him, the whole movie. He's a performer. When you think of the movie, you first think of Roach, don't you? No. Really? Do you first think of man? I think I think of man that, first. That's who I think of first, too. I think of him in the SM costume running around with a shotgun in his hand going, Well, Aah! honestly, no. I think of Brandon Adams first. Ah. And then I think I of think man, man, and then I think of Roach. Yeah, I love man. It's hard to not He's so think funny. of the people under the stairs and immediately see man in daddy and that fucking S&M costume, costume. head to fucking toe, completely covered with a big ass shotgun, just shooting holes throughout his entire house. He's got most of the comedy in it. If it's to be called a comedy, he's got the most comedic moments. But I think that his comedic moments are less direct. Like, I think they're ridiculous. Oh yeah, they're less direct. But like Roach is. Roach is like actually up. Roach is actually doing I'm like goofy. comedy jokes to the camera almost. Whereas, like this, when he got, um, when he shot him, with he the, shot a slingshot at Daddy. There's a couple down a things hall. that remind me of Home Alone, when he <laughs> shot him with the slingshot, and then later when Man's looking up the fireplace mm-hmm. in the S and M costume, and they drop the, the brick on his face. That's totally Home Alone. That's just exactly mm-hmm. what that was. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of goofy things, and about that's a this comedy movie. moment for Man. I feel like this was specifically written to be mostly horror. But definitely goofy. Definitely make you laugh it's, every once in a while. It's not. So, it's definitely not a serious fucking horror movie. No one would no, classify this be. as a serious horror movie. No. No. Man kills me. Just <laughs> he runs around yelling. Man would kill you. Burn in hell. Burn in hell. Everyone. I'm gonna kill you. I hope you burn in hell. I'm gonna kill you. It's funny they would say burn in hell just for. It was almost like their version of damn, like or, or shit like. Well, they did something, like he got away again. Oh, burning hell. Daddy, woman, and Alice all said burning hell at least one time. <laughs> yeah. Daddy said it multiple times. Oh, it's his thing. Mama slash woman said it not as many times, no. but she said it burn more than once. They're going to burn in hell. So that's mine. I plan on getting a man tattoo. I'm gonna get him back a tattoo in on the S and M with a shotgun. Yeah, on I, on the back. Yeah, on my entire back, and then it's gonna be like he shot a hole through my back, and then I'm gonna have Roach peeking up through the hole. Mouth open, no tongue. Yeah. <laughs> so when I fuck you in the ass, I get to look at the. You just get to look at man, man. and Roach, and you, and I'll look go at daddy, and I'll go burn in hell. <laughs> All right, so you'll continue watching this because of me, and I. Highly suggest you watch the people under the stairs. I do think people should see it. It's it's from 1991. It's exactly what you would expect from the way that we're explaining it. It is scary, not gory, not scary. I wouldn't call it oh, scary. No. It's just kind of spooky. The way that I wouldn't call it spooky. No, it's I weird. I think that the, it's weird. It's fuck. But they do make the men who live under the stairs look really ghoulish for no reason. Nope. I know that they haven't had They're vitamin sunlight. D deficient. It makes sense. They're vitamin D deficient. Their fucking hair is losing pigment. Their face 
their skin has completely lost pigment. And apparently, if you see this happen, you lose all pigment in your hair and your skin as well, like Spencer did. Yeah, you're scared to death. So. Boo! It's like in cartoons. Definitely watch it. If you are unable to find the people under the stairs, out and about, fucking ask me. I will let you borrow it. <laughs> I'm sure, like, four people are listening to this right now anyway. Um, you don't think there's a huge people under the stairs? I mean, man that's I would listening to this right now. Hope so, but I've never known another human except for Kent to know the people under the stairs when I've like mentioned it. And he doesn't like it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> but you don't like it either. But you you watch it. Because I of like me. it more than Kent. You at least understand. I it appreciate it's ridiculous. Like a humorous sense. If it though. came on TV, I wouldn't turn it off. It would never be on regular TV. No, and we never don't even have be. cable. No. We have an antenna. An antenna. <laughs> antenna. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I huh? highly suggest that you watch it. <laughs> and, um, Halloween episode. Special Halloween episode. <laughs> People Under the Stairs. Yes. Couple of Critics podcast reviewed just for you. Just and for, for you. me because Special I episode. really wanted to watch the movie. We again. butted this in, especially for you. Butted it. Yeah. We're going to bud this up. All right. So, the next week we'll be back to normal. And, but well, I mean, we'll never be like normal. Oh, we're so weird. Because it's Halloween forever. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers.